Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Vet School Unleashed, Dissecting the DVM, where we dissect topics and issues relating to life in veterinary school. I'm your host, Seth Williams, and I'm a veterinary student at the University of Missouri College of Veterinary Medicine. Today, I'm really, really excited to welcome on three special guests who are going to share with us the importance and the role of organized veterinary medicine. I'm really honored to have these three members of the Board of Directors of the AVMA, or the American Veterinary Medical Association, here to discuss what the AVMA is, what they do for us as veterinarians, and how getting involved with the AVMA can be such a huge, huge benefit to us, not only as veterinary students in vet school, but also out in practice. So please allow me to introduce Dr. Stacy Pritt, Dr. Lori Teller, and Dr. Rena Carlson. So thank you all so much for joining me on the podcast today. How's everybody doing? I'm great. Awesome. So this is a, it's a first for me that, that we're doing this uh, all remotely, and, and there's four of us here. So uh, it's been quite the technological hurdle to get over, but we did it. So I'm very proud of us. Uh, go us. Um, anyways, so um, so I'm really glad that you all were able to join me today and talk about the really important topic of organized veterinary medicine and what the AVMA is doing and and why it plays such a, a an important and critical role, not only for us as veterinary students, but also as veterinarians out in the field. So I wanted to first ask, and I guess I will uh, direct this first question to you, Stacey, um, what is the AVMA and, and what's its role in, in veterinary medicine? So the AVMA is the leading advocacy organization for the entire profession in the United States. Our role is to protect, promote, and advocate for the profession for individual veterinarians. Right now the AVMA has over 91,000 members and continues to grow each year. Awesome. Great. And what role, Stacy, does that play in terms of veterinary students specifically. Is there any anything the AVMA is doing for, for veterinary students in that regard? So the AVMA does a lot for veterinary students. The AVMA has a team of veterinarians and non-veterinarians that manage student AVMA activities. So there's a student AVMA association with a little over 15,000 members. So that includes visiting veterinary schools, talking to the students, talking to college administrators and faculty. It includes the management and hosting and implementation of the student AVMA symposium or SAVMA symposium. Also too, the AVMA manages a substantial grant program that gives thousands of dollars each year to each college's chapter of SAVMA for student activities around leadership and professional development, well-being, and other activities. Terrific. Terrific. Um, So, Lori, uh, to you, why is it important, in your opinion, for veterinarians to be part of the AVMA and organized veterinary medicine in general? Because I know that unlike, say, getting your state license or your national license, I'm a veterinarian, being part of the AVMA is not required. So, so why why join? I mean, I know why, but um, what's your opinion on that? Sure, and that's a great question. I think, as Stacy said, there are over ninety one thousand members of the AVMA. Uh, so, we are the largest veterinary organization 
um, in the country. And that gives us a very powerful voice. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that is really important to remember is that our members come from a very diverse background, whether they're in private practice, research, academia, uh, working for the military, or at any level of the government. Uh, So we get a really diverse view of opinions, uh, which allows us to make better decisions. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we're speaking on behalf of the profession, we can take a a very diverse perspective, put them all together, and and make the best uh, decisions on behalf of of the profession take that to D.C. if we're advocating on a piece of legislature. Uh, When we need to speak to the public, uh, it gives us a very well-rounded view to to share with the public, a very educated view, because we've taken in such a diversity of opinions. Mm -hmm. And it's important to remember when I say, oh, yeah, there are over 91,000 members, uh, but every single member has the opportunity to share their opinion and their perspective. Uh, it's very easy to go onto our website and comment on any of the policies that we have. All of the delegates in the House of Delegates who represent the various states and allied associations are easily accessible via email, mm-hmm. as are the board of directors. Uh, so. We, we take the feedback, we take it very seriously, and we use that to, to promote the best of the profession to the public and to the legislature. Sure. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the different policies and the stances that the AVMA has on, on any number of topics, uh, controversial, non-controversial, general practice, uh, and standard of care, et cetera, et cetera, um, those all really play a huge role in how we practice medicine just in general, right? Oh, very much so. Uh, We have a Model Veterinary Practice Act, which is actually open for um, opinion right now on the newest draft, and students are certainly welcome to share their thoughts on Mm -hmm. that. Uh, And there are states that take our Model Veterinary Practice Act and use all or parts of it in their own practice acts, Um, and those are the rules that we all have to follow. Uh, We also have our uh, principles of veterinary medical ethics, uh, and certainly all members of the AVMA are are asked to follow those. Some state practice acts incorporate those into their rules and regulations. So a lot, our our policies carry a lot of weight, and so that's one reason why it's important for everybody to share their opinion. Uh, but there's a lot of respect there. And all of the policies are developed by volu- by volunteer mm-hmm. members through various committees and councils um, that anyone can serve on. And so that's really important, too, to understand that it's our peers that are developing these policies. It's not just some magic wizard sitting high on a hill who's saying this right. is how things should be. Right. So, so these policies span span all species in all areas of veterinary medicine. Right. This is not just small animal, food animal, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. It'll span species. It will span welfare issues. It will span food safety and public health um, research. There, there's around 250 policies, mm-hmm. I think, uh, and growing every time we meet. So it's, it behooves people to, to pay attention to what's going on. And a lot of these policies are public facing too. Not that we can right. dictate what the public does, 
But say puppy mills, um, that's a problem, obviously. And mm-hmm. so we do have some guidelines on what a responsible breeder looks like as opposed to somebody who is in it just for the money to the detriment of the animals. Sure, sure. Great. All right. So, Rena, um, talking about benefits of being a member, what uh, what could one expect in terms of benefits that, that you as the veterinarian receive as being part of the AVMA? Well, there's really a long list of tangible benefits, um, products and services, of course, that the AVMA provides, and, and being a member, um, we certainly benefit from that, and, and it can be uh, insurance products. Um, again, we all benefit from all of the policies that are developed that that gives us the standard of care that we need to be uh, responsible for every day. Um, but you know, you can sit and list all the actual benefits, but to me it's really a sense of community. Mm-hmm. You know, only a fellow veterinarian is going to know what it's like to get through anatomy and, and do your first surgery and finally get to graduation. So that sense of community is really important. And I also like knowing that AVMA is out there looking at all of the issues and advocating for our profession because as an individual, you can't keep up with every little issue. And my voice certainly counts, but when AVMA Mm -hmm. speaks on behalf of 91,000 members, that really has a much bigger impact. And so that advocate for me as as the individual veterinarian, and again, it, it spans all aspects, whether you're in public practice, whether you're in private practice, whether you're in, uh, you know, large animal food animal practice, whether you're in small animal practice, whether you do aquatics, it it really spans uh, the spectrum of what veterinarians do. Sure. That's terrific. And off the top of your head, are you able to tell us about any benefits that the AVMA provides for veterinary students while they're in vet school. Actually, there's a number of um, insurance products that are for you know no charge uh, for students. Uh, Stacy can probably list those a little better than I can, mm-hmm. um, but you know, again. A big part of the benefit is simply the advocacy, which means once students graduate, get out into the field, AVMA is out there advocating for us. Awesome. That's great. Okay, so Lori, to you, um, how do students, veterinary students, play a role in the AVMA? I know that there are obviously student chapters of the AVMA uh, at at all of the veterinary schools in the U.S., um, but in terms of the the broader AVMA, the general AVMA, uh, what can veterinary students be doing to get involved with that? Lots of the uh, various volunteer entities at the AVMA actually have allotted seats for students. Um, One example is the Animal Welfare Committee. Um, So that I would certainly recommend. Another one is the State Advocacy Committee, uh, which also has a dedicated seat to student for students. Uh, COPTA CPAC has a dedicated spot for students. So there's whatever you're interested in, we can probably find a place for for a student to participate mm-hmm. in the committee structure. Um, as I said previously, students are open to commenting on any policies that are available. Um, they are, uh, SAVMA is represented in the House of Delegates by the SAVMA president and president-elect. 
and they do an amazing job representing uh, all of the veterinary students. And I know they are also very open to feedback if there's something the students are concerned about. Um, certainly things like student debt and well-being and, and those right. kind of topics I know are really big with y'all. And the, your, your representatives in the House of Delegates do an amazing job with that. The SAVMA president is also an invited guest at all of the AVMA board of directors meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the time I've been involved, every president has, has been very um, vocal about making sure he or she is representing the students' views. Um, and that is feedback that the board of directors takes into consideration whenever we are considering a policy or expenditure or anything that can affect students or our future colleagues, is that's who the students are. Um, right. And I wanted to follow up on two benefits um, that I don't think got mentioned. One okay. is that if you are a SAVMA member and go through AVMA Life, your rabies vaccines that you get in school can be covered. And I know that's a big chunk of cash. Yeah, that's great to know. Um, so, and yeah. I think a lot of students don't know that, and I think that's super important. And then the other one that's a brand new benefit is the students all now have free access to JAVMA, the Journal of the AVMA. Oh, wow. So that, especially as y'all get a little further um, into your school life, um, there can be articles and things in there that are important to you, as well as JAVMA News, which gives regular updates on things going on in the profession and at the AVMA. That's great to hear. That's great. I I actually did not know that about the rabies. Yeah, that's big. Um, that's great. Yeah. And I, it's hitting home for me right now. I mean, I was obviously vaccinated uh, when I was a first year, but I had a bit of a, a bite accident a couple of weeks ago um, at the clinic and I had to get a post-exposure. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Prophylaxis. So that was uh, a ton of fun. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, so, I can imagine. Yeah. Anyways. Um, oh, so, I, and I wanted to make, make mention of oh, another thing that I benefited from uh, through the AVMA, which is I was very fortunate to go to the Veterinary Leadership Conference last year in Chicago, uh, and I met tons and tons of students there. I believe that um, every school sends uh, one student from from their school, uh, but I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think anyone would be invited Um if you could make your way there. But uh, I, again, I was very fortunate to go. The Missouri Veterinary Medical Association um, helped sponsor um, my way to go as well. And uh, I would highly recommend that experience because you just get to meet so many veterinarians and see a lot of great speakers and and check out the House of Delegates and see how it actually works on the ground. So um, that's one benefit that I have actually uh, been able to experience myself. Yeah, that's a great networking event. Definitely. It's a wonderful event. I actually have a couple other um, things, Seth, I don't know if we've sure. mentioned yet, but again, the, the long list of things that AVMA does. Um, we also have a lot of resources from an economic standpoint and, and um, resources to help students figure out what's the best way for them to be paying back student debt once mm-hmm. they get out of school, as well as some salary calculator type things to right. allow um, information on you know, negotiating when you're trying to get, you know, that first job or even that second job, as well as the veterinary career center. So, you know, we can, it seems like we can go on and on and on right. about all of the, the real benefits that AVMA provides. Yep. I think it just goes to show you that, yeah, they are never ending and, and being part of the AVMA is, is, is so important and so beneficial. And uh, yeah, like you said, the list goes on. 
All right. So moving on, Rena, talking about some of the the work that the AVMA is doing right now, and, and mainly on policy and just hot topics. Could we talk about like the three, uh, I guess the three top topics that are being talked about right now in the AVMA? What would they be? Well, from my perspective, um, our well-being is probably number one. Um, we know from a lot of statistics that veterinarians out there are struggling. Now there's probably multiple causes, um, but how can we as a profession support the veterinary community, the, the veterinarians, and provide a, a satisfying career? Um, so I know there's a lot of work being done in that regard. We just have um, hired a new um, Oh, you guys help me. I, I don't know that I can say her title, but it has to do with inclusive. Oh, uh, director of wellness inclusion and wellness and inclusion. Diversity um, just, and inclusion. There you go. Just an amazing new uh, person at AVMA to mm-hmm. um, really help us down that path. Um, obviously, economics is another really hot topic. Uh, student debt is starting to really cripple our profession. Uh, it's it's a heavy load for our recent grads. So we need to, as an association, again, how figure out how do we support our veterinarians and, and um, help them have economic success. Um, another thing that we are looking into and are developing resources is telehealth. I think that could really change the way we practice in the future. And AVMA needs to be on the leading edge of um, putting together guidelines, figuring out how we can best provide the service we need to provide in the world of um, technology and sure. remote access, just like we're we're doing right now. Terrific. Um, okay, so uh, Stacy, back to you. I know we had talked about this over email, and, and I know uh, a little bit about this topic, but talking about externships opportunities uh, within the AVMA, I, I had a friend that I actually met, um, uh, again, back at the leadership uh, conference uh, last year that uh, afterwards, or actually may have been doing her the externship at the time of the conference. Um, but could you tell us a bit about any uh, and what opportunities would be available for externships and preceptorships at the AVMA? So there's externship opportunities at the AVMA headquarters in Schaumburg, Illinois, as well as opportunities at AVMA's location in Washington, D.C. In Schaumburg, Illinois, there are 130, 140 employees, several dozen veterinarians. There's many divisions that are housed in that headquarters location, including divisions that work on putting on the AVMA convention, work with animal welfare, work with communications, Mm -hmm. marketing, public health, all sorts of activities. Veterinary students are able to participate in those externships where they get placed with a different division for a period of time, generally about four weeks, and get to work side by side with AVMA staff and AVMA veterinarians, either on special projects or on regular activities. In Washington, D.C., that's a month-long externship, really more for for fourth-year students, and they take only a few students every month. They get exposed to the legislative structure in DC. They do a lot of advocacy. They will meet with other veterinary groups 
NDC as well, or if AVMA has committees and such coming into AVMA to talk to legislators, those student externs would all be involved in those meetings. It's a slightly different <laughs> experience, but it's still working with AVMA staff and, and veterinarians employed by the AVMA. That's great. That sounds like there are, again, never-ending opportunities there, and uh, I know that, that there's definitely opportunity to do some externships for credit, so definitely if you're interested in, in that, um, check that out with your your college or your school, because um, there could be some great opportunities there um, to help you along with uh, with the degree. All right. So uh, my last question for you, and kind of a big, broad, overarching question, is um, s- uh, surrounding the topic of, of we've got so many great young new. Uh, veterinarians coming out of veterinary schools every single year, and a lot of them are joining the AVMA, obviously, and a lot of them are making uh, big changes to the profession in positive ways and and bringing to this 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 new age of, of veterinary medicine and keeping us improving. So, wanted to get from uh, from your points of view what these new graduates and what the the next generation of veterinarians can do to improve the veterinary profession overall. So, Lori, I'll, I'll throw that to you first, but I want to get all of your opinions. Uh, what they can do is get involved, and I mean that at all levels, uh, at your local VMA, your state VMA, and your national VMA, um, because there's different things that happen e- at each level that will affect you throughout your practice life, and it's really important to pay attention, to know what's going on, And as you go through your various life stages, there may be times where all you can do is offer an opinion. Uh, And Mm -hmm. at other times, you can serve on a a committee, um, dedicate some actual um, time, whether it's face-to-face meetings or doing some work via email and and conference calls. Uh, But I would say never, ever, ever bury your head in the sand. Uh, Always pay attention to what's going on. Find a good mentor who can help you. And not only with just practicing medicine, but also uh, professional growth overall. Great. That's terrific advice. Uh, Rena, to you, any, any thoughts? Well, really to echo what um, Lori said, one of the most fulfilling parts of my career has been my involvement in organized veterinary medicine from a local level to a state level, and then, of course, at a national level with AVMA. So it's always, you're always learning, you're always uh, meeting new people, you're always engaged with the wonderful profession that we have. Also find what makes you happy. I I feel like a lot of times we try to look outside and say, well, if this would happen, it'll just, you know, make my life better. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like we need to really look inside and say, okay, what's going to make me happy? And how can I find my own happiness? And that's going to be different for everybody. Sure. Um, And if one door really closes, there's going to be another one that opens up. I really want students to know that I feel like the admissions committees at AVMA accredited schools really don't make very many mis- mistakes. And so you're in veterinary school for a reason. It's, and it's because you're going to be a, you have what it takes to be a great veterinarian and, and constant learning. Um, we also think, oh, I can't wait to get out of school so I can, you know, be done with this uh, academic side of my world. But your learning really just begins at that point. So right. really be open open to always learning. Listen. Open your ears. I, I've found over the years that just stopping and listening not only to my clients but my colleagues, my family, stop and listen uh, 
and really hear what they're saying because that's really what's going to help you, whether it's in a diagnosis or understand what some of your coworkers are going through. Sure. Um, so listening is such an important part of, um, you know, our profession in general and, and finding your own happiness. Um, but it, it's just an exciting career. We have tons of challenges, but there's a ton of really exciting stuff with the technology and the um, advancements that are made, have been made in veterinary medicine in the last even 10 years are just amazing right. as I've watched it. So um, I just want new grads to really enjoy what they're doing. Sure. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. And Stacy, how about you? We want veterinary students, and then when they become recent graduates, we want them to be involved in organized veterinary medicine. We want them to be aware of the issues. In being involved in organized veterinary medicine within the AVMA, state veterinary associations or veterinary associations for specialty groups or practice type groups, the students, the veterinarians, when they're recent graduates, are able to have their voice heard and able to affect change. Associations are there to serve the veterinary members, but also to be our advocates for the profession in society. And so by being involved, they can Terrific. make change for the better. Um, the AVMA is also one of the best social networking associations for veterinarians. And as veterinary medicine experiences changes, as we face new challenges, the AVMA takes the lead and forges new paths, works on cooperative partnerships with other groups to continually make the profession better. And we really want students and recent graduates involved so their voice can be heard. That's great, and and a terrific way to to end end this discussion. Um, so yeah, I I, I can't uh, second your thoughts enough, and, and encourage everybody out there that if they're not already involved with with SAVMA or with the AVMA in general to to do it. The the benefits are never ending, and and just having that that voice to to speak for you on these huge issues, and to have collaboration and a community to go to, 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 to talk about these things and to improve your skills and, 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 and improve your life as a veterinarian. Um, the AVMA is the place to be. So, so thank you all again, uh, Dr. Lori Teller, Dr. Stacy Pritt and Dr. Rena Carlson. I can't thank you enough for making the time to discuss this important topic. Um, so thanks again. Thank you, Seth. Thank you, Seth. It's been fun. Once again, thank you so, so much to Dr. Stacy Pritt, Dr. Lori Teller, and Dr. Rena Carlson for joining me on the podcast today and chatting with us about the AVMA and all the great things that they do. For more information about the AVMA, please check out their website at www.avma.org. And if you're a vet student, also be sure to check out and get involved with your school's student chapter of the AVMA, uh, SAVMA. Each year, SAVMA holds a national symposium where students, veterinary students from all around the country emerge onto the campus of just one veterinary school where they get to hear lectures and see workshops, participate in wet labs and different social events. And this year's SAVMA symposium is on the campus of the University of Pennsylvania's School of Veterinary Medicine in Philadelphia. It's going to be a great time. It's happening in March, and you should definitely go if you're interested. Learn more about this amazing experience by getting online and visiting 
www.savmasymposium2018.com. And last but not least, thank you so much for listening to the Vet School Unleashed podcast. For resources and more information about the podcast, please be sure to check us out at www.vetschoolunleashed.com. Find me on Instagram at Seth the Almost Vet or on Facebook. You can also connect with me via email at seth at vetschoolunleashed.com. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's podcast and hear any suggestions and topics that you want to hear us talk about. Even reach out to me if you want to be on the podcast yourself and share some insight of your own. And of course, if you feel so inclined, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. So thank you again, and we'll talk to you next time on Vet School Unleashed. Dissecting the DVM. Mm-hmm.